0: Hey, what is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the channel. Hope you are doing well today. Now, in this video, I wanted to go over something that I've wanted to talk about for quite some time now. And basically, the idea is I want to attempt a speed run in creating an application using a storyboard versus the pure programmatic approach, just so I can illustrate a couple of different things about the advantages and disadvantages of both approaches. so having said that let me go ahead and show you the application we'll be creating here and this app is actually very simple we have a ui table view controller of companies we have apple and tesla and the moment we click into apple we have john ivy and craig f there as the two employees going back clicking on tesla we have elon musk and tesla fanboy so again this application is actually very very simple but there is enough here for me to illustrate some of the pros and cons, and also some of the pitfalls of using the storyboard, and if you rely too heavily on it, you actually run into some problems later down the road. Okay, so the ultimate question that I want to answer in today's video is how fast I can create this app right here using the programmatic approach versus the storyboard. So let's go ahead and get started with Xcode right now. Alright, so hopefully everyone understands exactly what we're trying to build out in today's video. So let me go ahead and start off by going over a couple of things that I've set up already inside of my brand new single view application. So let me open up the models file right here, which has the company model at the top and employee down here. And this has a property called name on it. And for company, we also have name, we have CEO, and then we have a list of employees, which is an array of employee objects. And that's kind of what we're seeing inside of the company's list. We have Apple, Tim Cook, Tesla, and Elon Musk. And once we click into here, we show these employees, which is down here, Elon Musk and Tesla Fanboy. All right, so if we click on Apple, we're going to see John Ivey and Craig F over there. So that's what we have set up inside of our model objects and it's going to make our job of creating both versions of the application much, much easier. And over here we have two additional files which I will use later on to help me construct my application programmatically. Alright, and then finally we have the main storyboard which has a blank view controller and if you run this right now, you're just going to get a blank white screen inside of your application. That means we are pretty much good to go and ready to start. Okay, so a lot of you guys are probably not aware of this, but I used to use storyboards a lot, so I'm pretty familiar with all of the controls, but I might be missing some of the new things that have been added over the past two years. And then finally, I want to talk to you about this little timer that I have on the bottom, which will allow me to keep track of how long I'm actually taking to complete uh, one of these applications so let me go ahead and hit the start button and let's see what we actually need to do first and i'm going to build out my navigation controller by first removing this guy so hit the backspace backspace and down at the very bottom you can say ui navigation controller drag this in you get a table view controller as your first root view controller and you just want to make sure you click on this guy click on this initial navigation controller or view controller and you can run your application you'll get nav bar at the top and you'll have your table view controller right in the middle all right so once you run it that's exactly what you get so pretty good stuff and the first thing we actually have to do is to create a custom class for this table view so that we can load our companies in there so why don't we go ahead and create you know companies sb controller for storyboard and i will try to go through this as fast as i can so i do apologize if i am not narrating as as well as I can. So class over here, obviously call this companies, SB controller. this will be uiTableViewController, and inside of here, we'll say viewDidLoad, you know, super view did load like that, navigation item, will give this a title of perhaps companies, or you can actually do this inside of the storyboard if you wanted to do that. So let's go back to the storyboard, you know, click on this guy and say companies, like that, then inside of here click on that you want to make sure you give this that custom subclass of companies sp controller all right and while you're here you might as well give this a cell or not a cell over there but an identifier over here let's just use cell just to make this very easy to follow okay so going back to our SB controller for companies we can specify a property on here called companies and this will be Company see company dot companies, which is our hard-coded set of companies Which will look like this over here. So companies Apple and Tesla over there All right, so finally we have to specify number of rows return companies dot count And we have two companies so we'll have two rows and down here We will specify cell for row at and let's sell equals table view you know the usual dance of decoding your cells properly, and we gave the cell identifier CELL. So we'll just type that in there, and we'll return cell like that. And you know, cell. Text Text equals I don't know self. index path. Dot row bracket. Dot name like that, just to get our initial list of companies showing up as the name of the company. And so once you run this, hopefully everything should work correctly. And that's what we get. We have Apple and Tesla. And the thing about this row is that it's a little bit more complicated. So I'm going to use a stack view to get this row to split in the middle like that. So let's go back to the main storyboard and we want to drag in a couple of labels inside of our cell. So you type in label in the bottom right. You can get this to go in there and you can use option and drag this to duplicate it use shift or command to highlight both click on this little stack view thing you get a horizontal stack view so pretty good stuff and you can click on this guy I'm going to give this zero 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 and zero all the way at the bottom you can hit enter or add constraints and that's what you get over there I'm going to change the stack view to fill equally so that these labels are kind of in the middle like what we get in our final application okay so, in order to change these labels with the correct name and CEO, you have to create your custom cell class. So, let's go through this as well. So, company SB cell. So, company storyboard cell. And this guy, let's import UI kit and let's see how much we can do here. So, company SB cell, let it be of type UI table view cell. So, hopefully, I can get this all going. And now we have our company cell. We can build our project, go back to the storyboard, go in the cell, make sure you click the right thing, and this way you can specify the custom class in here. So company SB cell will automatically populate, kind of like that as you type. And now is the fun part of dragging in your IB outlets into your cell. So luckily this came out just like that when you clicked on that little button. Sometimes it doesn't do it so make sure you click on this hold on control drag that in there we'll call the first label name label hit enter connect drag the second label down here i think that's a good place to have ceo label hit the connect and now you have your two ip outlet connections set up okay so awesome stuff let's go back to companies sp controller make sure you click on the regular view mode like that and then if you run your application now you still have that Little label guy. So why don't we remove this line twenty six over here and instead say cell dot name label right? So you don't see name label until you cast this down to a company sb cell. So name label text is now accessible, and this we will use. I don't know companies index path. We'll just access all this stuff in line dot name. And why don't we make this a little bit faster with CEO label, and this is CEO for that company. So once you run this, you have a row that has two labels kind of split down the middle, which will say Apple and Tim Cook like that. So the row is kind of short. You can specify a custom row height if you wanted to do that inside of view.load. You know, height equals 50, and it'll look a little bit taller. Okay, so we are at the five-minute mark. So let's see if we can speed this up a little bit. And the next thing we have to do is to click on one of these cells and segue into a second page. So basically, clicking into that will bring us into the employees page. Okay. So down here, you want to specify UI table view controller, drag another one of these suckers in here, and you want to make sure to align it, I guess. And now, what you can do is on this cell, you can command or control click into that and use the show segue. this little line will appear down here and i like to just give these segues the identifier segue right away just in case i forget and i will probably do the same thing for the cell identifier you can just use the same name of cell and over here what do we need to do well we actually need to transition into this controller as a custom controller as well that will contain all of these employees right so the typical thing you have to do is create a brand new controller for this employees thing with employees SB controller and hit enter. And you can create your brand new class with importing UI kit, uh, kit class and let's say employees SB controller uh, UI table view controller. Instead of here, you can override view to load and do some stuff in here if you really wanted to do so. So employees SP controller will be this custom class for this uh, storyboard object. So employees SP controller is pretty good. And now we are kind of ready to actually specify the company variable on this employees controller. So var company. Let it be a company like that. I'll force unwrap like that. And every time we set a company on this object, on this employees controller. I'm going to change the navigation item to say title equals company dot name so build my project everything's going to be fine if you run your code you won't really see much in terms of the employee or even the company name just yet so click on that that's all you get you get a blank controller so the way to fix this is to make sure you do the proper things while you're performing the segue so go back to companies sp controller which is your very first screen over there and I will say prepare for a segue like that. And this guy is probably the strangest part of the storyboard, which is really, really hard to understand sometimes. So if let or identifier equals equals the segue that you specify in your storyboard, now you can actually cast the segue.destination controller. So this is the controller i'm going to say guard let employees sp controller equals that so i'll put a space there and you just want to cast it into an employees sp controller otherwise you just return all right so this employees sp controller object now has that company variable that you can set right so every time you click on one of these companies you want to actually set the company of tesla or apple depending on what you click on so, how do you figure out exactly what you click on? Well, this sender object is actually one of these cells that you tap on. So, I will show you how to figure out what the proper company is. So, this again is equal to something. So, we will first figure out that the sender is going to have to cast down into a UI table view cell. So, I'm going to say guard let cell equals all that stuff. Otherwise, return. And then our table view object inside of this table view controller, you can say index path for cell, and we'll use that cell which we just casted above, and we'll use guard let index path. So index path equals that index path that we get back. And again, this is going to be an optional, so that's why we unwrap it like so. And finally, we can say let company equals companies index path dot row. I think that's right. Hopefully, I am still doing this correctly so that looks okay and once you run this every time you click on a company now the item at the very top of the screen or the navigation bar at the top we will show the apple and also the tesla company just like that so all we're missing here is the employees that belong to each of those separate companies and the way we're going to finish this off is to go into employees sp controller and inside of here we obviously want those two methods the number of rows like that and this we will return the company object has an employees array on it on and uh, finally dot count just gives you those two or three employees for here you want to say cell for row at and what do we want to do here well we'll just get our cell back with table view dequeue the thing and because I've already specified that cell with this cell identifier we should be okay if we just use that dQ and cell. text label. text equals something so let's get the employee out of the see, employee out of the cells so cell. company employees I guess I can do this all in line which would have been faster but you know this code is actually what is preferred to be typed out as if you want to follow common coding conventions and then finally we return this cell and I think all is well. In terms of the implementation and the features we want to implement inside of our application, that doesn't do very much, but you know, this is a good piece of code to actually go through in order to understand exactly how this works. So I'm going to lap this and drag this up a little bit, hit the stop. So all that took roughly, you know, 11 minutes and 46 seconds according to this little timer guide. Obviously things would have been a lot faster if I didn't have to narrate everything that was going on, but I think that actually provided some useful insight as to how I set up things using the storyboard. Uh, you probably won't see this very often, but sometimes I do go over some of the features and functionalities that's available here just to see the difference between this approach and the programmatic approach. So now, I would like to go over a couple of things that really Uh, Bother me in terms of what you have to do to set up an application. That's simple like this Uh, The first thing is that you always have to drag in these controllers inside of the storyboard. That's really hard to Navigate if you're on a really small screen So I'm on a pretty big monitor and you can see I can only see three controllers like this Alright, the second thing is that you always have to make sure that you specify these custom class by Going through this menu system of clicking here clicking there and you know, there's a lot of clicking And if you're used to clicking a lot, I guess that's fine, Uh, but it does seem to take a bit of time. And the second thing is that you have to go in here, specify this custom cell class, and you have to also specify the identifier, otherwise your code is just going to crash. And sometimes it's very, very hard to figure out why it's crashing. Xcode does a very poor job at giving you any type of answer as to, you know, why it's crashing, or where the fatal errors are occurring from. And then again, you have to do the same thing here, click on this guy, specify custom class, make sure that your segues have a custom identifier so that you can check it inside of this little bit of code. Again, this is a strange bit of code, I don't really understand why Apple decided to go with this approach, but nonetheless, you have to go through this entire dance of figuring out what I clicked on, which cell it was. Figure out the index path casts the destination controller as something and then you finally specify the company object on that controller now you can imagine if you have multiple segways going from your segue to multiple destinations you have to type out a lot of this code just to perform the segue behavior and uh that's not a lot of pretty code i used to type all of that code out myself it just turned into a monster which is Uh, very hard to deal with after a while and it's really hard to keep track of these hard-coded strings such as segway and people have these constant files that keeps track of this stuff and you know this cell thing as well but it seems like a lot of busy work that is to circumvent the proper way that you're supposed to program anyways all right so hopefully you enjoyed watching me struggle through the application creation process of using the storyboard and hopefully now you're ready to watch me do this a lot faster using the programmatic approach which i'm a lot more used to actually doing and the one or two things that i want to actually mention before i begin here is that i have two files which is going to allow me to cheat a lot or maybe a little bit in terms of creating things through code and the first extension that i want to go over is this UI view extension that allows me to do things with auto layout a lot easier in code so that I don't have to type out so much stuff. So I'm going to be using some of these methods here, probably just this top one over there. And then the next thing or the next cheat that I want to talk about is this file called generic table view controller and I have two classes in here, one called generic cell and another called generic table view controller, which allows me to create a list very, very fast. So don't be too concerned about not understanding how this stuff works and what a T is, what a U is, and what this generic cell thing is. I'm just going to show you how to actually kind of type out some of the code to generate a list. And uh, I'll go over in a separate video how exactly I come up with some of this generic code. All right, so good stuff there. And now I think I'm actually ready after my tiny break of creating my storyboard project. And so the timer is currently right there. And so let me go ahead and begin right now by hitting the start and there we go. So we are continuing now by first trying to create this version of the application in code. And the first thing I have to actually do is to go into app delegate, go inside of this method over here and override the window creation process. So window equals UI window like that. Hopefully you guys are familiar with how this works because I show this in almost every Tutorial series and view controller equals some kind of navigation controller. And this, you have to provide some kind of root view controller thing. And if you just provide UI view controller like that, you can run your application. I think you'll get a navigation bar at the top and you'll also get a black view controller in the middle because by default, view controllers have a black background. And yes, I am recalling everything correctly of UI kit. And let's go ahead and create my table view controller for my companies inside of code. So I'm going to call this companies controller. Um losing some valuable time here. So let's say let me import UI like that. And let's create a class over here called companies controller. And that's what I need. So this guy, I'm going to subclass generic table view controller. And I actually have to provide two different things for the generics. Of this class, and the first is going to be this cell thing. So let me create my company cell like that, and this is going to use subclass generic cell, and this you have to provide some kind of object type. And if I provide this thing called company, so company like that, I can override this property on here called item. So this company right here will automatically change what this company thing is. Okay, so you can. Use did set on this thing. You can say text label dot text equals item, which is my company object dot name like that. All right. So this is just a basic way of setting up a generic cell. And then inside of my company's controller is going to actually specify two generics. So the first generic is going to be this company cell thing. And then the second one is actually what kind of object this generic table view is going to represent. All right. So once you have that, you can say Items, Or maybe this is going to be a little bit more simpler because we're all used to overriding load. And all these generic uh, table view controllers, they have this property on here called items. And let me just set it equal to the company.companies, which is our default set of items. And now I have companies controller. Let me go back to my app delegate over here. Let me use the company controller instead, construct it with the empty constructor. And this is all I need to generate a list that hopefully should have some things inside of the cells. So we have Apple and we have Tesla. And uh, if we go back into company's controller, you can kind of see that all we had to provide were two classes like that and, you know, there's like 10 or 15 lines. That's all we need. So pretty good stuff. and. Kind of like what our application was looking like before, the company actually had a set of labels in here, one over here and one over here, separated using a stack view. So for the company cell, let me show you how I can create the stack view very, very quickly by overriding this method called setupViews and this is called super setup views as well. And over here, I will actually need two labels for the company. First is the name label. Let's just create it in line like that, and let's CEO label equals, uh, you know, same thing, CEO or UI label. And down here, let's just create my stack view equals UI stack view. This comes with a range sub view. And this, I will use the name label as the first label, and then a CEO label as the second label. And finally, you want to say fill or distribution. Make sure you distribute it equally with fill, fill equally like that. And then you add it into the cell with add subview of stack view. And then finally, this is the cheat method that I'm going to use to fill uh, superview with some kind of padding. And you can use .init with top 0, left of 12 maybe, bottom right of 12, you know, bottom of 0. So once you have that, you can comment out the text label line and say name label.text equals item.name and also CEO label. Hopefully this is going to work. Item.co for the company's CEO, which is going to be Tim Cook and Elon Musk. So, writing this now, our company's controller, which is this generic thing, will generate all of our cells with this table or UI stack view, splitting the labels right in the middle. Now, if you want to specify table views row heights, so row height equals to 50, your rows are going to be much taller. All right, so inside of here, Now let's specify the title of the navigation thing as well with companies, hopefully this will work out. And why don't we move on to clicking on one of these cells and transitioning into a separate controller. So I'm going to do that very quickly by specifying a couple of different things down here. So I'm going to create all of this in one file and we will create the employees controller down here. And this again I'll use a generic table view controller which needs two generics again the first one is going to be a cell so I'll create that up here generic cell let the generic in here be of type employee and so now if you overwrite item it's going to be of employee type whereas previously it was company type over there so that's the power of generics lets you do some crazy crazy things like this so did set And I'll say text label dot text equals item, which is now an employee. It also has a property on it called name like that. I think you need a question mark right there. And it's up here at the two generics that we will specify is going to be employee cell and employee, which is what our controller will represent inside of the cells. Okay, so now that we are here, I need to specify this property on here called company. Like that i'll just force unwrap it like that to make this code a little bit easier to compile and we'll say navigation item dot title is the property on here and we'll specify company dot name okay so how do we use this employees controller well when you're inside of this company's controller page which is this file over here you can simply specify did select row add to transition into a second controller so, we will first have to construct that second controller with employees. You know, employees controller equals employees controller. It's a blank constructor. Employees controller has this property we just created called company on there, which is this guy. And then we will specify items. So, each one of these generic table view controller things has this thing on items, which collects everything that you're representing inside of your list of companies. So inside of here, we'll just say index path dot item like that. And the thing about generics is that this is actually going to return you a company object. So like company equals that, and if you click on this, it'll actually tell you that it's a company object. So company, and that's all, again, due to the power of generics, right? So let's say company over here, and we're now pretty much ready to run our code. And I feel like the time is going up a lot faster because I'm explaining a lot more things but you can imagine that if I didn't have to explain anything this would be a lot faster so the moment that you click on that you can say navigation controller. Dot push view controller and we will specify employees controller and animation of true So the last time I actually did this uh, as a warm-up I think I took five minutes to create this whole thing and it could actually be a lot faster so clicking on here we get Tesla and Apple so pretty good. And so this list is actually very easy if you go inside of employees controller which is this page and specify you know self.items for the items array equals company.employees and i believe we're done so you know uh not a whole lot of code in here either so clicking onto apple you get john ivy craig f click into tesla we get elon musk and tesla fanboy so if you can count, you know, pretty much count the lines that you have. You know, seven over here, we have six or so, and down here we have about 14. And then we have a little bit more over here altogether, I don't know, 30, 40 lines of code. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for today's speed run on how to create an application using the storyboard versus just pure programmatic code. Hopefully you found it entertaining as well as informative to kind of see the differences and some of the pros and cons of both approaches. Now the point of today's video isn't really to slam storyboard users because uh, way back in the day when I was working at a real software company, uh, we created an application using the storyboard and that app actually generated 50 million to 100 million dollars in sales uh, each year. So using the storyboard is actually pretty powerful and you can do mostly everything that you want to uh, just using the storyboard ultimately the downside of using a storyboard is that you'll find your code base harder and harder to maintain when you have all these hard-coded strings everywhere inside of your source code so that's kind of why a lot of more experienced developers will start to depend on code uh, instead of the storyboard or even interface builder So hopefully that helps out. If you want to download today's project, you can find the source code link in the description below. If you enjoyed today's video, make sure to hit that like button and also subscribe to the channel for, you know, obviously more videos like this. And uh, hopefully I'll see you in the next video where I explain to you exactly how this thing called a generic table view controller works and how we actually work with generics because it's actually very powerful. So until then, keep on coding and I'll see you in the next video. Bye bye.